You're listening to Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast that has been struggling, like many others, to get No Way Home movie tickets and more. But uh, hopefully you guys have succeeded in the many attempts like others have uh, had a lot of issues and challenges and a lot of, (laughs) to kind of say the least, it was not easy. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But before we get to that, this is Earth 894. We are the best Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast you're going to listen to this morning, evening, whatever it might be. I am one of your esteemed co-hosts, Devin Stone, but joining me with the greatest and latest takes on why is Lucky the best pizza dog ever to grace our screen in cinematic history, or why does Spider-Man use a certain type of talcum powder? is Louis Tonnerini. Hello and welcome to Spider-Man. No way you're going to see this movie opening night. Um, <laughs> is, that the, is that the director's cut? Uh, that's that's the the real cut. That's the you're seeing it the second day or something. I was yeah. thinking about getting tickets for opening weekend for for Hannah, but I think I'm gonna wait an extra week or or so, and then we'll just see it after everyone else has already seen it and it yeah. dies down a little. You know, the weekend isn't too bad because I already bought uh, a pair of tickets for Alyssa and I for a Saturday screening in Dolby, but dude, it's it's insane. So why don't we just kind of kick it off right away with this? Go ahead. Yeah. So each episode, Louie and I always ask a great question called, what has been MCU for you? This is where we like to do our little uh, weekly recap on what has been Marvel Cinematic Universe or adjacent with us in our uh, day-to-day lives and activities and so forth. I was uh, having to miss out on last week's episode, so go check it out. It was our first ever Thanksgiving episode, our Friendsgiving special Marvel Cinematic Universe edition. Now that's a title, but go check it out. We had our first couple of other uh, guest hosts, Hannah, Tonarini, Louie's wife, as well as uh, Richard, who is also one of our many name-dropped folks in... uh, awesome people that we always go to see movies with opening night and always uh, has some great ideas and stuff he throws our way when it comes to just little things to talk about on the show. So go check out the episode. They talked about some really cool stuff and your questions about like if uh, <laughs> based off of Thanksgiving's food sides in like dishes, what Avenger is what like Thanksgiving dish. I was editing that episode and I was laughing my ass off hearing that. <laughs> Come on, man. Because only you would come up with that question, and I loved it. <laughs> the whole thing about, and I put it at the end, because if you guys haven't noticed, always check out the end of our episodes, because we always put in uh, after the credits kind of thing. But for that episode, I put <laughs> you talking about vision and how he would have been like cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cranberry sauce because he was purple. And jiggly, right? Or something like that. No, oh my God. no, Red Guardian was cranberry sauce because he was red and jiggly. There it is. There it is. But the vision thing just cracked me up and I was just laughing. That was, was that like, was a fun vision? time. Because he's purple? Like, that's <laughs> not even purple, but he's like the, because Thanos is purple, but vision is like pinky purple, kind of. Pinky purple. Yeah. Is that what? like a magenta that, or? That, that cranberry color. <laughs> right. Oh, man. So yeah, go check out that episode. It was a great time. Uh, some really fun scenarios that Louis uh, threw into the discussion into the smorgasbord that was Friendsgiving. So, Louis, for MCU for you, I'd love to ask, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was stressful, but it was fine. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the turkey was heavy. I took it out of the oven. Excuse me. I took it out of the oven every 30 minutes so Hannah could baste it. Wow. Um, we set the alarm on Alexa and said, uh, set an alarm for 30 minutes. And then she says, second alarm for 30 minutes. Would you like to name this alarm? And then I'd say, yes, <laughs> master baster. And then it would go, <laughs> master baster alarm. <laughs> so that was funny. Got That's a kick awesome. out of that. Um, I made mashed potatoes and gravy, which is the nice. uh, Sam and Bucky of Thanksgiving. There it is. Go check out the episode. Uh, I also made green bean casserole, which we decided was Bruce Banner. Obviously. And I also made... Uh, did I make something else? No, I think that's all I made. Eh, hey, that's enough. good. That's awesome. How was your Thanksgiving, Devin? Yeah, it was not that bad at all. It was uh, more laid back uh, for one of the first times in a while, so that was really cool. Um, but aside from that, I mean... I, uh, I'm working in a different job than I was a year ago at this time. And so last year, I unfortunately did not have Black Friday off. So it was great having it off this year. I didn't really do any shopping um, like I have years prior. I just wasn't feeling it this year. And plus, like post-COVID, kind of don't want to do that anymore. But it, uh, it felt really refreshing to kind of have like four days off to everything and just spend time with family and uh, just kind of uh, just do some other things. But of course, do homework, which... You know, that's always fun. Um, but aside from that, it was a good time. I was going to say, uh, how does Marvel MCU for you tie into that at all for you? MCU for you. I did a lot since the last episode as far as MCU goes. Um, I had to work Saturday because at my job, they're doing construction. And they needed someone to just let the construction guys in. And uh, that was my job. So I just sat there for nine hours while these guys did construction. And uh, while I was there, I watched a lot of TikToks. Mm -hmm. I watched Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings again. And then I got bored and I I made a friend. (laughs) While I was there, I know you can't see, but I uh, I carved, painted, and put together a a venom, um, kind of like the 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 how do you describe it? The thing that comes out of his head or his back or whatever. Yeah, it's like the over the shoulder kind of a uh, symbiote. Yeah, not form. the full suit, but you know. Mm-hmm thinking about bringing this bad boy to the no way home premiere oh my kick, god <laughs> get kicked out immediately hey as long as you can make it fold i i see no reason why you can't bring it and then just when it goes to the theater you just fold it and then stick it under the seat there it you can go definitely it can definitely fold but i would love to just walk around with people being like Chris. i think people would honestly get a kick out of it it'd be really funny I feel like we go to a very uppity theater and nobody gets a kick out of anything and it makes me sad. Yeah, I could talk a little bit about that uh, when the time comes. But, but. I did that. Um, I also I also got two new Funko Pops because yeah. God knows I love those things. I got a Sylvie from my new friend on Facebook and I got a uh, 
a Loki classic mm-hmm. who's not even listed on the back of the box. I'll take it. I also see, because I love that your collection continually grows every time in the background when we record, I see a new edition. I love that you finally got someone you were waiting for for a while now. Oh, my Captain Carter? Yeah. 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 I talked about that <laughs> on the last episode with uh, you weren't there. But yeah. basically, I waited. I like ordered it as soon as what if before even what if started. Mm-hmm. And I waited and waited and waited. And then finally, I went in and they were like, oh, it'll be here eventually. And then last weekend or the weekend before one of those days, they called me and they're like, hey, it's here. You got two days to pick it up. I was like, I've waited forever for this thing, and you're giving me two days to pick it up? Yeah, for real. That's jerks. So, I mean, luckily they called me on a on a weekend. Otherwise, I would have said, "I'll be there this weekend. You can hold it in the back for me, and uh, I don't have time to come during the week." Mm-hmm. But luckily, it was just a weekend thing, so I just ran out there real quick, and that's good. I gobbled that gooker up, and uh, yeah, yeah, good I got. Oh, and I also got. Oh, I talked about this too, but I got a Loki uh, masked Mexican wrestler mm, as well. Yeah. So. Good stuff, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks, Devin. Look what you've done to me. <laughs> um, Mephisto confirmed. And I wasn't going to say it, but you brought it up. Uh, Henry goes through his books. Henry, my two-year-old son, goes through his books and he knows how to say Captain America. He knows Ooh. how to say Black Panther. Nice. He calls he calls Iron Man Tony. Fair enough. Um, Spider Man, Hulk, and his new one is Vision. He knows he knows Vision now. Wow. And then you know the classics: Moon Knight. He knows Moon Knight. <laughs> Groot, Rocket, Drax. That's awesome. So. I'm I'm slowly making a fan out of this kid. Good work. He's doing the Lord's work, man. I'm trying. You know what he can't, you know what he refuses to say is Thor. I feel like that's a very easy one. And he's huh. just like, hmm. who's that? He's like Thor. He's like Pundi God. Yeah, pretty much. That's awesome. Um, I've been talking forever. Devin, what's been MCU for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I also have a new member in my uh, Funko Pop family. It's um, I got the Gingerbread Spider-Man. If you guys haven't seen it, there is a gingerbread cookie line of Marvel um, figures and characters. Of course, I had to get Spider-Man because we just happened to go through Hot Topic and I saw at the very top they had a couple Spider-Man and then they had a few more. The total uh, collection there is a uh, about eight of them. There's Gingerbread Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Thor, uh, Scarlet Witch, and then Spider-Man. But also, I believe, it may just be for Thor, but they have like a Hot Topic exclusive. It's probably selling for like 50, 60 bucks now. But it's a diamond glitter version. So it's just, you know, literally diamond and glitter. Very, uh, looks very Disney. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, so I got that and I wanted to turn it into a Christmas ornament, but I'm kind of worried about trying to put like a tiny little screw uh, hook into uh, Spidey's head because I'm afraid it might actually really mess up the plastic. So I think I'm just going to leave it in the kitchen for now. It's Spider-Man. You got to hang it from his feet and have him be upside down. Yeah, and it's 
adorable on it too. Like he has a web, the webbing, right? The webbing is thicker and it's uh, supposed to look like icing. So it's, it's, it's so cool. I, I love it. It's so <laughs> is cool. He, is the, is the figurine thinner than a regular figurine? Yeah. So that's where I was like most curious about. So it's, it's still like, uh, has like depth. However, it's more rectangular and then it's cuts off a little bit. So it's a little bit slimmer. It's not the full kind of uh, spherical shape that you get with its typical Funko Pop heads. It's more uh, condensed. So the best way to describe it is it looks a little bit more like a, like, uh, almost like two Oreos stacked on top of each other. I love Oreos. Heck yeah. So yeah, I got that. Uh, aside from that, I also did watch Shang-Chi again. While I was doing some cleaning up and up around the place, and that was awesome. So, aside from that, I have pretty much been chilling and uh, just getting ready for Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Spider Man. Which takes <laughs> us into this week's news. Here's our footage. Marvel News. So unless you've been li- uh, living in a different multiverse where you're stuck under a rock because everything is a rock and you're a rock and you're maybe on the butt of the thing. Spider-Man tickets came out uh, uh, at 12.01 Eastern Time AM, which was going to be Cyber Monday, which was actually Spider Monday. And so that was a whole fiasco. And so I'm sure a lot of people have actually been struggling about it, but basically... Uh, ticket sites, they were all crashing. They were going to digital queues. It was an absolute mess. I have always gone and gotten, especially around the time of Star Wars movies, the sequel trilogy coming out since 2015, I was always getting like 10 to almost 18 tickets plus. I think at the most I ever bought in one purchase was 22 tickets uh, for one screening. I face some really tough queue lines and everything, but I always still manage to like get tickets within like a half hour. I never had it that bad. I didn't get tickets until four in the freaking morning. Excuse me. So it was, it was awful. But a lot of people have uh, been like struggling too. Some people didn't get to go and get the tickets they wanted because they'd be sitting, finally get, after a whole hour wait, especially on AMC's website, they buy the tickets. And then when you go to click purchase and everything, it says, sorry, error, error, error. And then it kicks them and puts them back in the queue. It was, it was a nut. Uh, it, it was awful. So thankfully I still acquired a total of four tickets for us to go and everything. So we'll actually be sitting next to each other. Although it's a little closer to the theater and everything. But what's insane is the uh, guitarist, of my band, Jeff, he was telling me about uh, his theater by him. They don't have an IMAX or like uh, a Dolby or anything, but I looked up his showtimes opening night. You can get 7 p.m. 95% of the theater is open and it's like a 180 seat theater. Go to the 6 p.m. 80% still available. Go to 5 p.m. Same thing. So it's insane that literally like theater by me that we go to all the time can't get anything. Good luck. Have fun. Or some people are like, I had just rolled up out of bed, went on, got my favorite seat and my favorite theater and my favorite time, and I was okay. So sometimes uh, it just doesn't work out the way you want it to. So that's a little bit of end of my rant, but uh, Louis, we're going to see Spider-Man opening night. 
the opening opening night, not Friday, the Thursday night, the true opening night that actually counts. One thing that I thought was kind of funny, and so I made a meme this morning of uh, Spider-Man based off of my PTSD with all the uh, queuing after last night's fiasco. And uh, you can check it out on Instagram at Earth894Podcast, uh, as well as on Facebook and everything. But I posted it to MCU memes, the subreddit for that, as well as the A-list memes. And uh, my uh, memes are very uh, popular right now, where I need to now turn off email notifications for reddit because i'm getting way too many email comment blasts because so many people are commenting about all their stories from trying to buy tickets and everything uh especially on amc so i figured since people commented i'm not gonna i'm gonna admit their names of course i wanted to share a couple funny ones that i saw based off of what people said on their experiences so here uh it's just to suffer uh and together <laughs> here's some other uh tragic stories i got in queue right at midnight Waited about an hour to get the seats, selected good ones, then it crashed and I was back in an hour-long queue. Waited for a couple hours and it was still at 55 minutes. Tried staying awake but failed. Woke up and got back in queue. Purchased for Friday because Thursday was sold out. I hate this website. I hate this theater. Snap, 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 snap. Woke up at about 11.05 p.m. Ready to go. Like everyone else, the app failed to load and anything I only was able to get into the hours queue at around 12.40 a.m. I fell back asleep and woke up around 2 a.m. only to see it still said hours. When I got it normally around 4 a.m., I was able to load the app and purchase tickets normally, although the seating chart didn't look right. Then I refunded my tickets. This guy says, LMAO, F. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to say the rest. (laughs) So that's all I wanted to share. A lot of people also, uh, you know, struggled to do all this on their own too so it makes you feel a little bit better but at the same time i'm still a little pissed about it so thanks amc spider-man spider-man so it kind of takes us into the next piece which is also spidey related if things just couldn't get any better with trailers and new announcements and tickets because now we're going to be like 16 days away from the movie coming out there was an interview uh from eric davis over at fandango with amy pascal who, uh, of course, is one of the main producers on Spider-Man since the beginning at Sony and everything. But she just happened to, uh, you know, just casually give him the effing scoop of the <laughs> the year <laughs> based off of just one little question he asked. Um, so go check out the interview. It's really insightful and it's got some cool things that I wanted to highlight. And then I wanted to see what you think about what uh, she said, Louie. But one of the questions says, um, let's see, you know, as you wrap up this trilogy of films in collaboration with Marvel Studios, which then Amy Pascal just cuts him off by saying, can I say something about that? Fandango just says, sure. Pascal says, this is not the last movie that we are going to make with Marvel. This is not the last Spider-Man movie. We are getting ready to make the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. It just isn't part of dot, dot, dot. We're thinking of this as three films. And now we're going to go on to the next three. This is not the last of our MCU movies. That's good. Do you happen to recall a week ago or two ago, shortly after the second trailer dropped, where um, everyone was quoting Tom Holland saying, if I'm still playing Spider-Man by the time I'm 30, I'm doing something wrong. No, I don't remember that, but... That was basically what everyone kept on quoting him on, especially when him talking about Miles Morales being the next kind of uh 
person to spotlight in the Spidey universe and everything. But then this comes out. So that's that's pretty cool because now we're actually uh, not as worried or concerned maybe that he's not going to be able to stay in the MCU at all. So that's a good sign. However, now that he's going to be making another three movies, just kind of backtrack. Homecoming came out in 2016, 2017. But Homecoming? I think it was like, yeah. 2016, I think. 2016? Wow. Yeah, so he, I think he was about 19 when he got first cast uh, for Civil War and everything as Spider-Man. So if he's going to do another three movies, and he is Spider-Man indeed, the average production time is about two years and so, uh, and some change for live-action films and everything. If they actually stick on that structure, that's still another six years. He is, in fact, going to be 30, still playing Spider-Man, which is insane. 2017. 2017. Wow. For Homecoming. 2016 must have been Civil War then. So, yeah, it's kind of wild to think about. So, um, Civil War was 2016. There it is. So, my prediction is that Tom Holland is going to become the next Iron Man in terms of uh, Robert Downey Jr. in the MCU where he's going to be making so much money per appearance that they're going to basically have to (laughs) do another uh, kill off or do something because they're literally not going to be able to afford this guy in the next like six to seven years, in my opinion. But what else, uh, what do you think about all this based off of what Pascal said? I mean, I don't really like, I saw that they were talking about doing three more Spider-Man movies. Of course, I'm excited for that. I, love Spider-Man and I'll take 12 more Spider-Man movies, 50 more Spider-Man movies. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, I don't, I don't know exactly where they're going to go. This movie's like, seems like the be all end all of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's always room for more stories, but how are you going to top this? You know, yeah. So maybe like a Spider-Man Venom team up or a Spider-Man versus Craven or or you get into the whole Morbius thing and then you got the whole Sony Marvel universe and then you, you spider, you know. Mm-hmm. So who knows what they're planning? It's, it's damn exciting though, right? Yeah, dude, it really is exciting, but I mean, um I never thought we'd get this much Spider-Man. It just felt like, you know, it finally burst. I can't hold it back anymore. It's just Spider-Man. You get Spider-Man. There's more Spider-Man. This Spider-Man, that. And it's so cool. Like, you can literally have your own uh, universe of just one character from a different universe. So it's kind of wild how they could just... What does a watcher say? I don't know. Yeah, whatever in the beginning of What If About Multiverse and everything. Who, who cares what the watcher says? <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was coming. I was setting you up for it. <laughs> um... What was I gonna, uh, we didn't have Spider-Man for a very long time. Yeah. They from finally cracked the code. From 2008 to 2016, we did not have a Spider-Man. And that was kind of the 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 charm of the MCU, if you will. Is they're taking these characters nobody gives a crap about. Mm. And, and Iron Man and Thor, Captain America, which now you're thinking about... Everybody cares about those guys. But at the time, not really. Mm-hmm. And then with Civil War, they're like Spider Man, and everyone's like, "Yes, Spider-Man. yes." Yeah, so, dude. and now they're like Spider Men. You're like, 
dude, Spider-Man. dude. <laughs> and now they're like X-Men and you're just like, we're getting Wolverine, dude. <laughs> yes. So there it it's is. pretty exciting. Yeah, man, it really is. It's just, you know, infinite realm of possibilities. Is that, I think that's what he says. So there's a couple other highlights I just wanted to talk about here um, uh, that pertains to another uh, one of my, at this point, all-time favorite films, Into the Spider-Verse. So Fandango asks Pascal, how are things going on that second Spider-Verse movie? Where she just goes, it's going to be fantastic. We have something to show you on that very soon. So my thinking, because it's been some time and the movie comes out next year, believe it or not, uh, into Spider-Verse 2, I imagine if they have some sort of little trailer or teaser that they can show soon, I imagine they'd probably have it play during the uh, theatrical trailers during No Way Home. It kind of makes sense. Or in the post-credits, maybe. I don't know how you do that, though, because that's... that's Because Into the Spider-Verse is just a Sony thing. It's not anything to do with Marvel Studios. So far. Oh, my God. I don't know how I'd feel if I saw Animated show up. Spider-Ham, maybe. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. So, that's just kind of cool. But then, one of the last things here. So, Fandango asked Pascal again. I'm sure fans will be happy to hear that. You know, speaking of the fans, many of them want to see Tom Holland's Spider-Man go up against Tom Hardy's Venom. They want to see a live-action Miles Morales. What would you say to those things? Do you have stuff in the works and so pascal says i would say there's so many things that we're going to be able to explore but what we always have to do before we decide who the villain is going to be and what spidey goes up against is what is the story we're willing to telling about she has awful grammar just just want to point that out it's not me doing word vomit she literally said we're telling about you know what's a peter parker story we're telling what's the miles morales story that we're telling but we always have to start with that. The good thing about these movies is as big as the canvas they take place on can be, they are always just stories about a kid. So the reason I bring this up is because I'm really glad that she's trying to really emphasize the, uh, it's cool to do team up, fight, little things here, and you know your own little what ifs, live action, everything. Um, sometimes those can work just because it's like, look at Alien vs. Predator or some other type of iconic uh, versus movie, whatever it might be. Typically, those stories are trash and they suck. And you're literally just watching for the like the fiasco and everything. Freddy versus Jason. There you go. So I'm really glad that they're really trying to talk about it. We're, we want to do these things, but the story has to be right. It has to be correct. And if you look at Into the Spider-Verse, I mean, that was a huge... Uh, deal with what with, with they actually just pulled from comics as big and small as they were and then uh, had this diverse cast and family and everything just kind of come on the screen and culminate. So uh, I'm feeling really helpful about all this. What do you think? Can you get a Spider-Man and Venom movie wrong? I mean, have you seen Spider-Man 3? Was that a Spider-Man and Venom movie? Or was that a Spider-Man and Sandman movie with Venom shoved in it? It's a Spider-Man movie with a lot of shit shoved in it that shouldn't have been there. <laughs> See, if if their if their goal is Spider-Man and Venom, and you don't 
hire Eric Foreman to play Venom. You have Tom Hardy <laughs> being Venom. You have to- Tom Holland being Spider-Man. You have Tom Hiddleston being Loki. Just three Toms. Yeah, what's up with these British Toms? Uh, you know, chip chip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I feel like it would be very difficult to mess that up. Like, it, uh, what what's it called? I was going to say Into the Carnage Verse, which is not the correct name of oh, that God. movie. Let There Be Carnage was not. It's not going to win Best Movie at the at the Oscars, Mm-mm. but it was still really freaking cool just to see Carnage come in. So I feel like no matter what you do, if you got Tom Hardy's Venom and you got Tom Holland's Spider-Man, it's going to be at at the very least really cool to watch. And I know you said like, you know, they have crap stories and this and that, but like there's the the alien versus predator, the Freddy versus Jason. Those are like, I don't want to say nerds, but those are like, people just thinking up stuff, but Spider-Man versus Venom, they have stories. They have plenty yeah. of stories yeah. to go off of. And even if they're not copying a story completely, they never do that anyway. So you could always grab from here and grab yeah. from there and their story's already told. It's not that hard. Yeah. The difference is that you actually have source material to pull from, especially with comics. So you can actually do this because that's been literally comic lines and arcs and everything. Versus Alien vs. Predator, you're right. They're literally just, hey, you know what's cool? A Predator. Let's call him Predator. Hey, you know what's cool? Aliens. Let's call him Aliens. Hey, you know what's cool? Let's just have him fight. And then the humans are just, you know, on the side watching. Because um, who cares? It's like every Godzilla vs. whoever movie now, it just, the stories of the characters are absolutely meaningless. Because let's be honest, we just want to see two big-ass monster kaiju just fight and destroy everything. That's why you go to see it. Not because of the the story. Godzilla versus Kong was awesome. I was really stoked, man, and I think I fell asleep, and then I just watched it, and I was like, all right, whatever. They fought Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, you know what's sad? I was so stoked for that. I don't think I even finished that fight. I think I was like, yeah, there's like 15 minutes left. I'll just leave it. Godzilla murked his ass. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my the, point. War for the Planet of the Apes? Okay, that movie was good. Apes versus Woody Harrelson? Sign me up. That trilogy is really good. Well, oh man, now we got we got we should do a little shit. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that trilogy is actually really good. So I, I I'm not going to say anything bad about that. But the only really other uh, challenge that I see is you know it's not that bad. But MCU their ratings on everything of versus how you see the ratings for the Venom movies and everything Sony related. I don't know if I could see. Tom Hardy in his current iteration of Venom kind of doing the same thing that um, Tom Holland and his Spider-Man do. Of course, there's weediness, they're swearing in both, but like they're trying to be a little bit more edgier with Venom and stuff, especially with their definite use of like F-bombs here and there because you get it in the PG-13 uh, rating. You get like one free one before it's R or maybe it's two, whatever. So I just really want to know, or like, I'm more so curious to see what kind of storyline could they develop that doesn't, whatever the story is, it can't water down one character just due to rating. Does that make sense? Fuck that guy. (laughs) Since the MPAA of America. To be fair, Venom, 
as a franchise would be, I, I feel like it would be a thousand times better if those movies were just rated R. Oh, hands down. I agree. Logan was rated R. Best Wolverine that you got. Deadpool's rated R. If it wasn't, was it, is it even worth making the movie? Exactly. Exactly. If now, you could have, Venom and Deadpool, I would... Fuck yes. I would love to see that. That would be incredible. A, uh, a Venomized Deadpool? But also, like, if Venom eats Deadpool... Does he actually die? Like, can can the symbiote overtake Deadpool? No. See, now that's, now, now that's a story I want to watch unfold. Because that's going to be go. cool. Because then it's like, hey, I'm never hungry because I can literally just keep eating this guy. Keep him around. Hey there, Kevin Feige. Amy Pascal. Deadpool Venom. <laughs> that's what I wanted to throw. Check out that interview. It's called Spider-Man No Way Home. Producer Amy Pascal reveals more about the historic films and confirms Tom Holland's future as Spider-Man on Fandango. Go check it out. It's Fandango. I'll get the popcorn. Do you remember those? I remember like the the Fandango cheesy. Um, they were the paper trailers. bags. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. I was gonna say just like someone being like, uh, I used to see it all the time at the, like the the quarry growing up in countryside. They yeah. had these like the the bags are much better. But there was another one before that. I'm pretty sure it was like some guy saying. Hey, there's a Fandango that's loose. There's like a wild Fandango. I had to go inside. And then they just like, you know, sorry, sir, you can't come in. You don't have a ticket. And he kept on saying like, Fandango, have you seen the Fandango? What's what's a Fandango? And I was always like, what the, what the hell is a Fandango? I'm five. It's Fandango. But the, the bags are so popcorn. much funnier. You forgot about the bags, you dirty dog. Dude, you have no idea how much joy it is brought <laughs> into my life. Just reminding me. I literally have to see if I can find those old commercials now. Well, we are in the middle of a podcast, so let's... I know. Um, Spider-Verse 2, you said, mm-hmm. is going to be freaking lit. I don't know what it's going to be about or anything, but it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, Jake Johnson comes back. So, let's just kind of uh, do a little, little prediction right now. At the end of Spider-Verse, we saw uh, Miles was chilling in his bed, and then all of a sudden he heard Gwen, and it looked like she somehow bridge their gap between their timelines or whatever and it seemed like she was uh, reaching out to Miles so obviously they're she, they're gonna both gonna be back in the movie for the sequel why why would you not um, also Haley Steinfeld Spider-Gwen and she's Kate Bishop Haley Steinfeld yeah how do you just how do you not just keep winning the lottery um, also we saw Miguel Spider-Man 2099 showing up the second end credit scene in the most awesome of ways. So that's a new Spider-Man to bring into this. Of course, there are tons of different Spider-Man to actually bring into this now. What iterations of Spider-Man do you predict are going or could potentially show up in the sequel? Scarlet Spider, Ben Riley. I 100% agree. Because I feel like that's one of the most iconic like forms, especially through, was it the 90s one? Ben Riley showed up in the comics. I believe so. He's a he's a clone of Peter Parker. Yeah, in the Clone Saga, he wears a cool sleeveless hooded sweatshirt. Dude, he looks just so cool, and he's a blonde Spider Man. Um, so I think, yeah, dude, I think that's the one that it has to be at the top of the list to show up. I'm just stoked for more uh, Xbox One X Wilson Fisk. <laughs> I love my refrigerators. Yes. 
He was the best. As far as other Spider-Mens go, Miguel O'Hara for sure. Ben Riley also for sure. Mm-hmm. But is that for sure? I doubt it. Are we going to get more Nicolas Cage? I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I would love if they did like a little... See, now this is a good show too. Keep it animated. Make it a streaming series. Make it where it's an anthology series, kind of like What If, but it's a different iteration of Spider-Man um, where each episode is just just one story. Give me a full 25, 30-minute episode on just Spider-Noir. I will eat that shit up. But only if it's Nicolas Cage because he is just so weird and funny that that character in the movie just, just made that movie just even greater in general. I like drinking egg creams and beating up Nazis. We don't choose the ballroom. We just dance. I'm like, he's like, I don't know what this thing is, but I'm taking it with me. <laughs> yes. The Rubik's cube. Like it just, yes. it's so funny. He was the best man. He was the best. And everywhere I go, it smells like rain. <laughs> well, we're recording today, Devin. I don't mean to, uh, segue so no, hard. No, you're I'm, I'm going to segue hard as hell. I'm going to segue like, like Obadiah stain on a segue. Um, today we are recording. It's Monday, November 29th, 2021. And I feel like we should say happy birthday. Yeah. Happy 45th heavenly birthday. Chadwick Boseman. Happy birthday. We miss you. We love you. Thank you for everything you've done for us. Wakanda forever. I don't know if you can see my shirt. Oh, that's so cool. Is that kind of like a, like a unarmed un- sort of thing? Yeah. It's excuse my fatness. Woo. So, and also today is, uh, my very good friend, Richard, Richard's birthday, not Richard, Richard. His name is just Richard, Richard, um, Richard. Richard Porter. Happy birthday. Vote me for God. I love you. Then finally. Yeah. Cause there's a third one. It's also Don Cheadle's birthday. Happy birthday, War Machine. How insane. How many birthdays? Yeah. How many people got it on on Valentine's Day just to have a baby in time for November? On that segue note, let's talk about (laughs) Hawkeye. (laughs) So we uh, have uh, played around with doing like some Instagram lives here and there. And so if you guys uh, are a little curious of our kind of initial reaction on the first two episodes of the show, uh, we did spend about 15, 20 minutes just talking on Instagram lives. So go ahead and check that out. Um, we might actually upload that later at a different date, just as like some little uh, kind of bite-sized content for the pod feed and everything. But Hawkeye episode one and two dropped last Wednesday, right before Thanksgiving. And to our surprise, the episodes are, you know, about an hour long, not just 25, 30 minutes, kind of like WandaVision. They're actually much longer and I think they're better because of it. But uh, for those who have not, heard our initial thoughts and everything so far. Louie, uh, would you do me the honor of just kind of uh, telling the good folks what you think of the first two episodes of this series so far? Good. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this week's episode <laughs> of Earth Day <laughs> <laughs> Um The first two episodes were very good. Very gripping, if you will. Yeah. Um, a lot of... I've talked to you. I've talked to Richard a little bit. Um, Greg hasn't texted me a lot about it, surprisingly. But a lot of theories going around on what's happening and this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've watched the Watch Mojo videos about things you missed, and I don't know. It's very. I think it's good. I think I've said it forever. Clint is very underrated, and now he's getting his time to shine. Hey, yeah, I I hard agree on the underrated uh, aspect of his character. Starting to see that play out a lot more with each episode, while still not making it solely just focused on his character, but also um, providing a new stage to share the spotlight for Kate Bishop with Haley uh, Stanfield and everything coming into the MCU officially. So episode one, that gave us a really cool kind of uh, understanding of why her character, uh, Miss Bishop, has kind of this um, uh, reason why she looks up to Hawkeye and everything, and that's why the episode is called, you know, Never Meet Your Heroes, which is kind of cool, by the way, how it ends and everything um, in the alleyway with uh, Clint saving her after she took the Ronin costume and whole bunch of crazy antics kind of pursue but um based off of what you've seen in that episode i know there was something you actually pointed out on our uh live discussion that definitely brought some joy that totally went over my head and that was at the scene at her college uh what was can you remind me what was the name on that tower there um before i take credit richard pointed it out to me first Good eye, this, th- this character is Richard's favorite character in the whole MCU, as far as I know. Wow. Uh, it is called Stain Tower. And I remember Devin telling me in his notes, he wrote down, Stain Tower. What could this mean? What could this mean? This could mean the king of the Segway, Obadiah Stain, has his own tower with a bell in it. Boom. Tony Stark was able to build this tower in a cave with a box of bells. I literally cannot believe it. I did not. It's it, dude. It's like WandaVision and Mephisto. Every little thing you start overthinking and overthinking. And then it's like, no, that fly is just a fly. It's not a fucking Mephisto reference. Mephisto confirmed that we know of. Um, so since we're talking about Mephisto references, did you happen to know that in the bedroom of Kate Bishop, there is a giraffe, a stuffed giraffe to be precise? Well, that same giraffe is also in WandaVision in the back of the uh, children's bedroom. I believe in the episode when they're set in like the 60s or 70s, that same giraffe is there. But did you know the giraffe is also in another episode of another Disney Plus series? No. Yeah. I forget if it's in the Falcon Winter Soldier or if it's in Loki. So uh, go ahead and check it out. But basically, three series now have had this giraffe featured. Is it a purple giraffe? It's just a simple giraffe. And How I Met Your Mother, they got a purple giraffe. Mm. The name of the second episode of the whole series is called The Purple Giraffe. There you go. It is not a purple giraffe, but it's a giraffe, and it's always in a children's room. Conveniently placed, just overused without really giving it much thought until the internet totally blew it out of proportion. Set, prop, piece, used by Marvel Studios and their filming crew? Or is it a coincidence? I think not. Mephisto confirmed for this week. Mephisto confirmed. Well, then we also saw in episode two, Hide and Seek. We saw a little bit more, but we got to see this really awesome LARPing action with Hawkeye and everything going through these battles just so we can get the Ronin costume back. And uh, I was looking through my notes and that is one of my favorite things I've seen is just him really just 
the slow-mo kind of epic battle and everything, but it's a bunch of people just, you know, live role-playing and everything. He's looking around like, what the heck are you guys doing? He's like, I fought, I fought Thanos. I typed in Hawkeye, and then I was going to type in Giraffe, and then it said... Hawkeye Kingpin leak. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> Stay away from the internet. It's a terrible, terrible place. Oh, it's like a giant giraffe. Yeah. It's like one of those like big ones. You actually have to spend probably like a hundred bucks on a stuffed animal. I see it in WandaVision and I see it in. Is it in Falcon? The in, Soldier? Well, I only saw the two. There is a third, but I forgot where I saw like the post that talked about it. Was it on Reddit? Probably Reddit. But also be careful you're going to Reddit. While you're looking that up, though, I did want to go back a little bit to the first episode because I had a question for you. Given how much of a Captain America fan you are, what did you think of the um, Rogers musical that we briefly saw? Told you, stay away from Reddit. The Rogers musical was cool. It was cool. Damn it. Damn it. No, because this is being stupid. It says one of three, but it won't let me see the other two. What? Give me the other two. I give up. Um, I just saw an Eternals leak. Uh, you should watch this movie. It's been out forever. I, I haven't seen it. Okay. I have yeah, kids. guys, he just had a kid. <laughs> um, shit. Um, Rogers the Musical. He can do this all day. It was great. Ant-Man, I told you he was shoved in there because he was an original Avenger. Even though he wasn't in the Avengers in 2012, Mm -hmm. he was in the Avengers in 1937 when the Avengers were, I don't know if that's the right year, but when the Avengers were made. So there you go. That's why he was in the the musical. Mm -hmm. So in the giraffe, uh, I know you unfortunately got spoiled. Uh, It is in Hawkeye. It is in uh, WandaVision. And the third, I think, is actually WandaVision a second time? This doesn't make sense. Or maybe it's behind it's Vision. I, that's the only one I saw was it was behind Vision. Yeah, then it's also third. Um, but what's funny is, uh, no, never mind, I can't say it. You didn't see Eternals. It's not really spoiling anything, but I still don't want to say it just because you literally Stupid just saw a spoiler. Blade. Damn it. Sorry. I've been hey, waiting you know so long for him. Now that, there he is. That is actually the same spoiler I saw before going to see the movie. And then r- shortly after, I then saw a spoiler for uh, leaked footage of No Way Home. So just know it could always be worse, buddy. We're not alone. You saw that stupid SpongeBob picture? No, I saw literally someone said, uh, Chloe Zhao confirms that it is. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you hear in the end. Great. Well, now I'm going to need to find a way to watch this movie. It's before it, January 12th. If it helps, if it helps, that spoiler really is not going to take anything away from the movie for you. It's, it's just it's not. You know what a sadness. little 2 second sound clip is referencing who said something. That's that's all it is. I guess I should have said spoilers by the way. Sorry guys. Well, we didn't say who it was. I think you kind of said Blade. <laughs> Blade of glory. Uh, so that's all I got to say. <laughs> we are looking forward to episode three, which, Marshala. believe it or not, two weeks into the show and we're already halfway through the series. What the hell? Um, of Hawkeye. That's going to be dropping in a couple of days from when we're recording. So 
episode three, I am so excited. Episode two ended with uh, a certain character who's going to be getting her own spinoff series on Disney Plus called Echo. Um, we saw her in the episode, Miss Maya Lopez. Maya Lopez. But they didn't say who it was, so. Yeah. But what's interesting, we're probably going to see her, you know, have her talk and everything, see what this character does. But the real question is, when are we seeing Yelena? Next episode. She's coming in episode three? Yes. I think she's going to show up in episode five. That's so late. We got to look at it. The The second to last episode is the one that always gets the most, uh, like, just batch it in terms of plot and everything that like unfolds because then the final episode, you got to wrap everything up. So it makes the most sense for her to finally make her appearance probably in some way, halfway through the episode, all epic and crazy. They go through a big fight. She probably almost kills Hawkeye. And then he probably is just trying to hold himself back, blah, 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 blah. And then he finally proves it to her that he did not do anything harmful. And he tried so hard to save black widow. It's going to be very uh, touching and sentimental. And then um, the truth finally clicks. Something's going to change in uh, Yelena. And then she's going to maybe team up with them or something. Or scratch all of that. And they actually decide to do it. And she just says, nope. Kills him. Done. Hawkeye done. I think she's coming in the next episode and using her for the rest of the series. I think, yeah, she's going she's gonna to get into a big old fight with Clint. And Clint's going to need her to help him with, with this... Uh, tracksuit mafia and miss echo herself so there you go and a certain uh kingpin of new york kingpin shows up i'm gonna sh- don't can say go, it can, can i can i go two for two this year let's find out if actually wilson fisk played by vincent d'onofrio only Vincent D'Onofrio shows up not an after credit scene but actually in an episode for this series before it wraps up I will put my pants there it is Dan it's live get the uh, get the timestamp. um yeah I, I I want him I want him in it so bad uh I don't think I don't think he'll be in it until just a very quick cameo and one of these stupid episodes, probably five or six. Um, yeah, I agree. But I think Yelena and Clint have a whole arc to go through. I don't think they're going to do a whole arc in one episode, mm-hmm. one or two. So I think they'll bring her in and, you know, maybe she'll just be at the very end of this episode. You know, like Echo was the reveal of episode two. Now Yelena will be the reveal of episode three, mm-hmm. and maybe 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 I'm wrong, and Yelena won't team up with Clint, but maybe he'll need Echo to team up with Kate and Clint to, to go against Yelena or something like that, or maybe you know Yelena gets Kate to team up with her against Clint. It, it, there's tons yeah. of stuff they could do. That's a good point. That's a good point. But I feel like they have a whole story to do after. Uh, after uh, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine got a hold of Yelena at the end of Black Widow, I think it would be a very big disservice to have it be one episode long of just 
Yeah, that was that, that, that was sucked. Yeah, I guess it really begs the question: Is Hawkeye really done in terms of uh, being portrayed by Clint? Is he really going to be done at the end of episode six, or is there more for him to be? I mean, to just keep going. Um, I'd say he's either done or he's going to take a very, 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 very minor role. Yeah, like he almost just comes up as a, like a little bit of a cameo at some point, but I don't know. I feel like. There's no way they're going to kill him off. He survived so much. Everyone thought he was going to die in Age of Ultron, but you know, psych. That was uh, uh, Pietro and everything, unfortunately. But you did not see that coming. Rip. That's one of the things I really wish they didn't do. There's an alternate scene where he actually did survive. And I really wish he lived, but you know, seeing what we got in WandaVision and everything like else, it, I mean, it, there's a payoff there. And it's a very pivotal plot point. But uh, go listen to our WandaVision early episodes of the podcast if you want to hear me talk about that. Any final thoughts on uh, these two episodes as we look into the uh, future? Um, Kate Bishop, badass, baddie. Yeah. She's great. Uh, Clint, still underrated as hell. We didn't get the car scene just yet, I don't think, right? No. So that's coming. Be ready for that. Uh be nervous for grills. I don't think grills is making out of this show. Uh, uh, also, I I really wish that Clint went into the LARPing and he was just like, this is dumb. And by the end, he was just like, I'm <laughs> just having a, just a grand time. Just killing people with his sword. That'd be really funny, actually. Or he does you like know. his own LARPing back home. Or like he kills somebody with his with his sword or whatever, LARPing, and then he like cleans it with his elbow like he mm-hmm. does in, in Endgame. Uh, that would yeah. have been funny. Ronin style. But yeah, there's it's a good show. It's got lots of up potential, I'd say. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And I uh I talked about this on our little Instagram live. I think this, uh, depending on how the series ends up and everything, just because of the Christmas time setting and everything, I might actually make this a annual viewing for me around Christmas time. Just kind of, uh, some people watch Die Hard to get into the Christmas spirit. I'm going to watch Hawkeye. That's a good idea. Yeah, thanks. So, Lee, do we have any uh, trivia or anything or would you rather that we want to kind of cover before we uh, kind of adjourn for this week's episode? Last week we recorded on Tuesday. Today is only Monday, so there hasn't been a new trivia since. Correct. So, so we're all caught up. No would you and rather's? The would you rather's were all Thanksgiving based. I guess we can go over them if you'd like. Did I highlight them? Who knows? Yeah, you did. Oh, then it sounds like Devin highlighted them. Be careful. You're going on in Reddit immediately sees so, something. I will. I, we don't have to go into Reddit. too many of them because you know uh, most of them are kind of what you expect. But one, I walk me through this. Would you rather have Sam and Bucky over for Thanksgiving, or have mashed potatoes and gravy for Thanksgiving? Yeah, you can either have mashed potatoes and gravy, or you can have Sam and Bucky as guests at your Thanksgiving. So just to point a picture or uh, <laughs> paint a picture, Jesus, it's been a long week guys. 
Uh, you originally asked, have Captain America over for Thanksgiving or have Turkey on Thanksgiving? 78% of people responded having Captain over. Then you asked yeah. a similar question saying, have Bruce Banner over or have Green being cast role? 88% of people said they wanted him over instead. And then also you asked, have the Red Guardian over instead of Cranberries? 76% of the people. So why is it that when you have Sam and Bucky over for Thanksgiving, <laughs> this only won by one single vote at 53% versus 47% of people responded would rather have mashed potatoes and gravy for Thanksgiving. Mashed potatoes and gravy are delicious. What are you, what are you confused about, man? I, I just don't get like, we, you, you, <laughs> there's obviously a trend here where almost everyone's saying, yeah, I want them. Yeah, I want them. Ooh, I don't know, man. Do I really, would I really rather have for another freaking year at Thanksgiving mashed potatoes and gravy? Yes. Over having not one, but two, two main <laughs> big Avengers who is now the new Captain America and, and, and Bucky. <laughs> One vote? You're telling me one vote? Was it a deciding factor between this choice? Did you, you did you vote? Hell, I don't remember. <laughs> but you I didn't vote. That's on you, buddy. You didn't vote. Okay, if I voted, it would have been two. So two votes. Taters and gravy. You're gonna have mashed potatoes and gravy. This better be the best damn mashed potatoes and gravy that's going to tell you the secrets of the multiverse, for God's hey, sake, if that's shout the Shout out, and Murdoch, man. Get mashed potatoes and gravy. Also, Ocampo Custom. He's great. Shout out to him, too. Emily Sweetheart, always a pleasure working with you. Taters and gravy. I just don't get it. I, <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a while now, let's be honest. <laughs> I've been uh, trying to figure out how that just, <laughs> just <laughs> I just can't get up. Would you rather have Bucky and Sam over or have mashed potatoes and fucking gravy? Mashed potatoes and gravy. Come on, man. You can't have Thanksgiving without mashed potatoes and gravy. And you can't have an episode without an end. And so that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Earth 894 podcast. It's Marvel the Cinematic episode Universe. that never ends. It goes on and on and on. I don't know the song that never ends and how it goes, but it's got to be similar to this. And it never ends. So thank you all for listening to this week's episode. We uh, hope if you were trying to get Spider-Man No Way Home tickets for opening weekend, oh God, you were able to get them uh, at a timely time manner and everything. My cat just jumped in. Hey. Pull the Black Panther on the back time. of my neck. Um, so yeah, we're only 15 days away, folks. We're almost there. We're going to finally see what happens in this end of the uh, home titled trilogy for Spider-Man. Hawkeye is kicking ass, taking names, and uh, I hope everyone's eating their Christmas pizza along the way. But Louie, do you have any uh, final words before we adjourn until next week? Have fun at your birthday party on Thursday. Thank you. It's not my birthday, by the way. Just for those wondering. Or else this nope. would be a different podcast title. Otherwise, this would be Earth 1194. <laughs> That's way too many digits. True. Um, follow us on Instagram. 
Follow us on TikTok. I have ideas for TikToks. If I ever get someone that's going to hold a camera for me, watch out. It's going down. <laughs> I need to get one of those ring lights that the that the TikTokers use. Dude, you can get a ring light at like five below for five bucks. Them damn TikTokers, man. I'm going to get me a ring light. I'm going to make me some TikToks. Just wait. Uh, Louis is going to, you know. It's going to be a new affiliate and a part of I'm TikTok. going viral. Hannah doesn't believe in me, but when, when you got stuff like this stupid thing, you're going <laughs> viral on TikTok. For those, you guys just got to follow us on TikTok if you really want to see what Louie's been referencing this whole time uh, <laughs> that we may or may not be posting in the future. You should definitely check us out at Earth894 Podcast on TikTok. Before, before I ruin it in the shower. Loki. Henry, I, I hid that from him because I thought he'd be afraid of it. I hid it in my room and then he walked into my room and he went, Dada, a snake. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh yeah, well, okay. Yeah, I can't wait for your video on that. It's going to be hilarious. Big Chris. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Give us a like, comment, subscribe. Review Email on Apple Podcast. Give us a, send us money. Uh, Bye now. Bye, everyone. Bye. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man.